Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Caffeine and Creatives. I am your host, X. Uh, to my right, this week, we have of the very talented, hilarious. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I don't even want, I don't even know how to go down your resume, because it's just like all around entertainer. Uh, Willie Hen, how you feeling today? Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. I need a chiropractor. Other man. than that, I'm blessed. <laughs> Straight up, nah, I'm just, I'm just give you the facts, man. <laughs> I was just talking to my wife about scheduling. I'm gonna be in LA on Thursday. I was like, I need to schedule my chi a chiropractor visit before this trip, Bruh. Or I don't know if I should wait till I come back because that plane going. It's vital, man. Yeah, it's vital. I'm getting up there too, so it's like you know it's what I'm the, the, the appointments that that are <laughs> that are important to me. Your body is less forgiving, man. You don't get that yeah. appointment in like you're supposed to. It's gonna remind you. Bruh, I've only been, I've been <laughs> to the chiropractor twice. Changed my life. Really? What? You know, because for me, where I'm at now, I'm all right. So I'm 27, so I'm still I'm st man, I'm like still, I'm yeah, I'm man, still, still yeah. in the golden age. <laughs> <man. laughs> I'm 27, but it was like so. It's like I have a kid now, mm -hmm. so that automatically had about 10 years on me. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I ain't got now, <laughs> but yeah, I know it do. Yeah, I so it's it like do. I you don't realize you don't realize how fucked up your body is until you go to somebody to get it right, mm -hmm. and you be like, damn, like I could have been feeling this good this whole entire time. Like, and see, that's the thing, man. It's, you know what? And all these crazy shows I've done, and all this, all I've done, I've never went to, I've never been to a chiro chiropractor. I've always gotten massages and all this, that, and the third. Never actually just went, and I. That everybody has told me, like, brother, just feeling your back and your neck, bro. He gonna that chiropractor gonna change your life. Just go. Just go. So I'm finally gonna go, man. I'm booking it. Shout out to my home. So you still? V. So you haven't been to the chiropractor? Yet. I'm going this week. My home this girl be V your sent first me. Time. Uh huh. She sent me a black owned spot somewhere somewhere downtown, but everybody is rave like raves about this place. And okay. so she sent me the info today. I said, I'm going to go. Okay. So that's this, song, is the, that's this, my your word. this your first visit. See, I didn't even know you ain't had the first visit. I've never gone, bro. Yeah, your life. No change. I be scared because I be looking at them videos. And he be the cracking them. Is a, it ain't God. even that bad. I mean, like, and I say it ain't even that bad. Like, it's kind of bad. Like, it's not bad at all. Like, it doesn't hurt whatsoever. It don't. Yeah. Like, it's it's just weird. Cause yeah, you, cause man. You're, you're not used to somebody doing it, but it doesn't Cause hurt Because you just cracked 36 bones, my <laughs> dog. Like, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not bad at all. But um, you just had the Rose Bowl. You just had Rose Bowl 18 um, 5, man. For, yeah. the, for the people that don't know what the Rose Bowl is, what, what is the Rose Bowl? How long has this is? You said this was five? Number five, man. <sighs> Number five. I, man, it basically, Rose Bowl ATL is basically an um, arts and music festival. I uh, started it back in 2016. Um and yeah, man, we just been blessed to keep it going. Like it's basically my favorite artist who I feel like should be headlining these big festivals out here. I pull them onto the line to the lineup, and um, that's really what it is, man. I mean, I, I started it just from being I felt like I was slighted um, many times and dealing with trying to get on these festivals, and I've had people tell me, "Oh well, so and so didn't put you on because they didn't want you to, you know, out." They didn't want you to outshine their headliner and all this crazy mm. stuff. Like, man, forget all that, man. We just supposed to be out here making good music for the people. Those are good problems to have, though. They, they are. They, <laughs> <laughs> they are. But it, it, it inspired me to just start my own. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do my own thing, my own festival, my own concert. So this year, COVID threw it to, you know, threw it to the left. But we were able to, you know, we were able to adapt. I, I asked that because you were just talking about jumping around on stage and why, yeah, man. why you need a chiropractor. Man, yes. Because you was going in. Yeah, man. We, yeah. Per usual. But <laughs> you was going in. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it felt good. That was my first show since January, dog. Mm. And I didn't, I, I mean, the whole time I was thinking while I was up there, like, bro, I don't know where you, who knows when you're going to be back up here, man. Like, it Thanks. may be a while, so you you better get it, you better get it in now. So all them, I, I did a lot of extra neck and head thrusting. <laughs> For that reason, because I'm like, man, I don't know when it's gonna happen again. So yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, there's probably a lot of people that are going, like, that are probably about to book their first show of this year, maybe. Man, like after being like heavy tour intensive oh, acts. And that was the best. It was like I feel, I feel like being on that stage felt like I got out of a bid, man. Like I finished doing the bid, dog. Like not performing at all from January to basically November. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it was it was at the end of October, so you might as well say November. I mean, that's nuts to me, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't even imagine me yeah. not being a performing artist. Like, <laughs> like I like I if I couldn't do what I do on a day, like as an engineer and producer, if it was just like, oh, you can't go to the, you ain't this the first time you've been to the studio. Or yeah, anything, like, it's one thing when you just not doing it, and like you just taking time away, but it's another thing when you're being told when you're forced, mm-hmm. and you know when you're being told that you can't. It's like, man, this sucks. Yeah. So, so how long have you um been performing? Man, um, I say, I mean, I've I've been an artist, I've you know, doing this thing, I say professionally for about twelve years. But for the first two years of me being an artist, man, I wasn't performing at all. Like I wasn't I wasn't doing any shows. I was scared, bro. I was I, it took my it took my girlfriend at the time. It took her to really just she really she cussed me out, man. She cussed me out, told me like, "Yo, nobody cares about what you're doing behind behind this microphone. If you're not out here giving it to the people, then you, you're nothing. Like, you mm-hmm. might as well just stop doing what you're doing. Women have that, that effect, right? Followed by other expletives, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it inspired me, man. It inspired me, and I got out there, and uh, I mean, if yeah, I, since then, bro, like that's life for me now. Like, performing is literally. That's where I eat. They mm-hmm. air, they know if they book Willie here, he gonna show the fuck out. Mm. And that's where I eat, man. So, yeah, I guess ten years now, ten years strong. Mm. Oh yeah, so so we write, we write, making. I've been engineering, producing for ten since two thousand eleven. So two, Dope. so twenty twenty one will be ten years for me. Dope. And it's like I just started. I started this podcast because I'm like, man, my like my peers are like the people that are in my age range. Like we're just hitting that like decade in. Yeah, and it's like I have really cool friends that's like thriving, doing creative shit. Like, yeah, you know man. what I mean? Like, yeah, man. But and we don't never get. Um, I don't really feel like a lot of us have the have too many platforms where it's kind of like, let me pick your brain at this level. Right. Like it's always like, all right, after they blow up or you trying to get, but all of these people have access to the people that you trying to talk to. Exactly. And they know, yeah. we know what's going on, like before it go on, what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite artists, how your favorite artists ain't shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all, all of that. So it's like the, the real people is like the people at this level, I feel. Yeah. That's, that's still doing with uh, a certain level of, of passion and integrity. That's facts. Um, so that's, that's what caffeine and creatives, um, internally means for me okay um so i just but i I had to to frame it like how how can i make this a a niche 
Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So like, That's I cool drink, name. I drink, I, like a, that. I drink a lot of coffee. Uh yeah. You had even <laughs> asked me. To, I ain't. <laughs> he asked me that I want some coffee or what kind of coffee that I prefer. I don't even drink coffee like that, man. Yeah. So usually when people come on here, my first question is, uh, "What is your caffeine of choice?" But it's never. It doesn't. It's never about coffee. It's more so. It's like, what is your? What what's is your? What is your wake up? Wake up and and go get it. Like this. Like all right, I'm about to be in my bag. What's my caffeine? Quote unquote. Oh, I got. That. Oh, I, okay. I you dig know what that. I mean? I dig. What that. would that be for you? What would that be for me? Some good old ganj. Now nah, I'm just playing. You know what? And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, I normally start my. I used to start my day off with just smoking the this, the best the best weed I could just get my hands on. I stopped doing that, man. I I, I don't. That's not the first thing I do anymore. Um, I normally get my. I, I run. I normally run about six miles a day. Mm. Um, that's my caffeine. If I can go g- get up and, in the morning and do that. And um, you know, come back, get my prayer and meditation on, then I start smoking. <laughs> I feel that. Man, you I used to saying? run. I need to get back to running. Man, running. that's my thing, man. That's why people be like, man, you people think I get on stage and just be drunk or you know what I'm saying, just lit. But that's really like work I be working out, man, because you to be on the stage for an hour plus doing all that with a band, right? You gotta be in shape. So I don't like to fall out of shape. That's the worst, man. You fall out of it and you try to get back in it. Yeah. Oh, man, it sucks. So I try to stay on it as much as I can. So, yeah, I would say that's my caffeine. True. I feel it. So where where did the – and you've, you're from the Atlanta area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. East side, east side of Atlanta, Decatur all day, you know what I'm saying? Grew up in Stone Mountain, but I was born in Decatur and then moved back to Decatur. It's all about five, ten minutes away, but, you know. True. Yeah, I'm still – right, I'm from Virginia, so it's like Atlanta – was I'm just I've been here since 2015. Okay. Maybe I'm just now starting to realize when people say what side they from, what that actually ah, means. Ah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like I know where the I know I know where the east side is. Uh huh. I know where the west side is, but when people be like, "Oh yeah, he a west side nigga," I don't even know. Like that doesn't mean nothing to me. Now yeah, it's yeah. starting to mean something to me. Yeah. Now you kind of yeah. Now it's catching on a little more. Yeah. Now it's catching on a little bit more. Yeah. Get um. What is, what is a little bit of your backstory, um, professionally and maybe even personally? Oh that, God. At that, like it doesn't. You don't have to get too deep. <laughs> but like, uh, like some of so we can know where you're at. Like we know you as the, like the hilarious. Instagram stories and mm-hmm. comedian and entertainer <laughs> and performer like with crazy energy like how mm-hmm. how did we get to this point? Oh man, I mean you know um, that the the com- like mixing the comedy in with it, I think it's just one of those things where it's like I remember back at, at one point being an artist where if you you if you rap and song like you were like oh shit like you were really doing it like mm. you were. You know what I'm saying? And we're at a point now where everybody do that now. Mm, so now it's like, well, what else can you do? And, I mean, to really continue to stand out, um, you got to be able to offer that what else. Mm. And so that what else for me was comedy, man. Like, I just shout out. This, it really started with Snapchat. My Snapchat, my Snapchat page used to be wild as hell. And then people left Snapchat. A lot of people left Snap. And they went on to Instagram because Instagram stole. Well, I don't know how that worked out. But Instagram basically took the same format mm-hmm. with the stories. So um, I just took it to Instagram, man, and yeah, like I started realizing like with those like that hour of power that I be doing, 
I started realizing like I was getting more I was getting more traction with that and more um just reception from people mm-hmm. than I was getting with the music at one point. Like so I was like, well, let me just keep pumping that. <laughs> and but I mean, but it's it's ne- it's nothing that I really be trying to do. Like some days I don't even do it. it I may go three days and I don't do it. Because it's nothing I just, oh, I gotta wake up today, I gotta be funny. It's just natural, man. If I feel it, it's just like with music. I don't write every day. Like people be thinking I just write all day long song after man, I don't write every day. I'm I mean, i I may go a whole week and not write nothing. And then that very next week, I write seven full straight days. It's just if I feel it, I'm gonna do it. But um, yeah, with that comedy, man, like it just it it kind of be, it became a thing where it's like, yeah, man, you know, go on and hit, go on, go on and show these folk, you know, because my people know, my family know, like I'm a nut. So they, you know, it just was a natural thing. And um, and then with the performing, I mean, yeah, just grinding it out, man, just going to open mics. We used to do four, we used to do about four or five shows a week. Mm. Every east, east side, west side, south side. If you if you had a microphone in your establishment, <laughs> and you was allowing me to come in there, we my team we would try. We was coming in there, and we was performing. So it got to the point where I was just doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, and I stayed consistent with it. And um, formed the band. I was signed with Jive Records, and uh, Jive dropped me. They didn't even give me a damn chance. They signed me. <laughs> they signed me and dropped my ass. You know what I'm saying? I had my first single um, with Crime Mob, with Princess from Crime Mob. That's Did you fuck my... with the single? I didn't like the song. It, I mean, I wrote it. It was my song. I didn't like the shit, though. True. Okay. And, so uh, I, be wondering, I be wondering when people, not to cut you off. No, no. Nah, nah. I be wondering when people, uh, when, you, when we have those situations and it's kind of like it didn't work out. It's like, did I, I be hating when stuff doesn't work out off of stuff that I didn't fuck with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just becoming Willie Hen at that time. Like, they signed me, my actual, my name at that time was, I was Sir Will. Mm. But I was becoming Willie Hen. Like, I was starting to study more. I was fine. Like, that, that's really who I, that's around the time where I really found out who Prince was. Like, you, mm. we all know who Prince was. You know, everybody know Prince. Mm. But I didn't really know Prince and his music. Until around that time, so I did the single with um, Princess from Crime Mob, and uh, I was sending like after I after that record became the single, I was sending them like records I'm doing now type mm. of type stuff, and they was you know they were getting them records like uh uh-uh, uh we don't want this shit we want the uh traps we want the uh, ratchet stuff stop sending us that and I just kept on sending them. Like you know what I'm on now, and they were like, "All right, well, you go, you keep on, doing, <laughs> <laughs> you keep, you keep on doing that shit. You keep on, y'all go ahead on with it." And so when they dropped me, that's the next day I formed my band. That was a mm-hmm. very, my, the very next day. What year was this? This was 2000, and I would say 11. Okay. 2011, 2012, but we still wasn't really doing. We formed, but we really weren't weren't doing any shows and. I just wasn't comfortable all, all the way with it. I was putting out ads on Craigslist because for some reason around that time we couldn't find no bass player. So I was sending out ad man. I remember this one. We sent out an ad on Craigslist this is one time. This one man showed up and this old busted ass man. This dude was like in his sixties, and he he we came in and gave the man an audition anyway. I mean I was just I remember these times, man. Like, but um yeah, and I just but they people respected us. 
so much around that time um, just because we grinded it out. Like, we were, even with the band, we were showing up to the hood, to these same hood spots where we were performing at East Side, West Side, South Side. I was showing up to the hood with the band. And people didn't, like, they didn't really know how to assess that shit. Like, what the hell is this? But we started getting that respect. And um, here we are, man, all those years later. You know what I'm saying? Still rocking. And we just had a platform now where I'm, you know, I'm, it's well respected. Um, and people know now, don't even call. If you, you know, they, they know, they know what we about as far as my rate. Don't call if you don't don't even call me, man. If, you know, and they know people know they know, man. So it's it's a beautiful thing to be at that point because I remember when it was just we was just doing it just to do it. Uh, <laughs> it was just all free. And you said, and it's still the like the same original band, right? Oh uh, no, we had my band at that time when I first started. They were uh, we were the Rose Parade, and some of the members left. Well, they all left, and then I started another band called Confetti Rose. And then some of the ones from the Rose Parade came back. And so basically this my band now is like the best of the Rose Parade and Confetti Rose combined, but it's just Confetti Rose now. But yeah, um yeah, I've had different members circulate around. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to keep us the same band for That's all those I asked, years. Cause yeah, I already I already know. <laughs> it's hard, bro. It's hard, man. But the 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 guys I got now, the core I got now, we yeah, I, I mean we solid. Uh, they not going nowhere. I hope not. So what's the separation? <laughs> um, what's the separation between Confetti Rose and Tribe? What's the Tribe mean? Uh, tribe is more so like the umbrella over everything. Tribe is, I guess, like the quote unquote label. Um, that's the, that's you know, that's just the family of all the, the different types of creatives. I mean, we got graphic designers. We got man. We got chefs. We got. You know, barbers. We got you know just any all types of different creatives, um, and they create confetti rolls is up under that. I mean, we have a band. We have we have so much to offer up under tribe, um, and it yeah that was basically like even with them like those are more so like unsung like just artists who I feel like should be owned man like they these artists should be owned these artists should be in million dollar home signed like mm-hmm. and just you know. With the politics of the game and the way the game is played, like you know, for whatever reason, these artists just not there. So, um, I you know I've been hand, I've been hand picking them for years, just bringing them in and what we do, like we all help each other. At the end of the day, it's like a little family, man. Like we really be helping each other, um, all down you know all down the line. So it's all in house. I don't have to go. I don't really have to go. I don't have to outsource to get anything. Like it's all, and it's all in the home. It's all in the fam. So do you think, um, like, looking forward, do you see yourself, or even now, have mm-hmm. you seen yourself being in that position where, like, now you're a little bit more of, like, a button pusher. You can put some stuff together. You got a little bit more power as far as, like, what you can accomplish from thought to conception. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what, are, what, are, what do you plan on doing with that going in the future? Are you... Is it like Willie Hinn, the the music and all of the passion projects is gonna be like passion projects and when you get it, you get it. Mm. Um, outside of that, what is what do you think you're you're building now? Yeah, it's it, I mean I'm I'm more so trying to uh, I really wanna help these artists out, man. The artists that I really believe in, um, as much as I can. That's really what I'm building more so out of it than anything. Um, just trying to just trying to build a structure, a strong structure for artists to feel comfortable with, um, you know, 
letting out, you know, getting out their dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, um, I'm feeling like I've been more so sent for that reason. I mean, I, I'm doing what I'm gonna do what I do regardless. But I just got a heart for like, for 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 art for like for real, true, solid artists, man. Who like, who you know, who don't conform to what the label, what these labels want, mm. and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, you know, day by day, I'm forming more of what that is, what that's going to be. Um, but, yeah, I really do got a heart for them, man. So that's where I'm at with it. Who are, the, who are some of those artists that you feel like did, did not necessarily deserve the spotlight, but are on your, like, all right, this. They got this, they, they need to be there. They need yeah. to be there. Uh, Ken the Misfit, man. That's, man, that dude, when I tell y'all, that's one of the greatest voices in in the game right now like that man ken the misfit is a problem <laughs> he yeah. needs to be heard he's one of the ones i've been trying to I, i've been putting him on every project that i've had since um I, I met him just to if anything you know if anything my people can hear him and he could just build more of his base mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm all about i'm all about that with him sante um I love man Sante. She's one of the coldest. One of the coldest. She, she was on your, she's on your uh, current rotation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sante, Smooth. man. Yeah, she cold, man. She is cold, and we got a little project that we working on together, kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde. Just we just going in, just taking old beats, old classic beats, and just just spitting, just spazzing. Mm. So um, yeah, Sante always Sonya Williams. She's in the tribe. I mean Sonya, man. Sonya's so dope, man. And, and and I know she's so close. I know Sonya is so close. That's why I'm so excited about what she's doing because people are catching on. She getting a lot of love from Hot 107.9 right now. Mm. So, yeah, man, you know, Chris Theory. Like, it's, it's artists, so, man. Yeah, it's artists, man. I can go for days, though. Yeah, I can go for days, man. I got him. Yeah. You need, Brad, you need to me get you connected to some of these, uh, these plugs so you can just start feeding these outlets. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we. I'm about yeah. To say, I know some people. Come on, we need to talk, man. <laughs> we need to talk, man. Like, hey, I got, I got the creatives. I yeah, just need, I just need the platforms. What, Facts. what that's gonna look for? Facts. Or what that look like? Um, so you, you're working on the project. We spoke about this a little. Yeah, bit man. What it? What Roses can, over what, satellite beats too, man. Yeah. How much? What information can you give me on? Oh man, it's just know it's coming. It's on the way. <laughs> we, we, put, we put we put out the, so we at the it's coming. Stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to put it out. I, I want to put it out before the year's over. Um, that's my goal. If I can get a Christmas release, that'll be great. Um, cause I really wanted to put it out the night of Rose Bowl, but I just, I just in my soul, I was like, no, nah, man, you got, you got three, you got three heaters mm. that just they gotta be on there. So. Yeah, I'm gonna wait it out. So it's gonna be yeah, but Roses over Satellite Beach too. I put out the first Roses over Satellite Beach in 2015, and it's arguably my best project. It's basically a, a all female collaborative mm -hmm. project. So every song features one of my favorite female artists. That's dope. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. So we, I just wanted to do that again, and this is a whole new cast of just new newer artists. Um. That I just that I'm just vibing with, man, and I wanted to work with, and and really it's one of those things where it's set up for it's set up to show my writing capabilities mm -hmm. because that's where I'm really trying to dive more into. Like I'm really trying. And you to got go there. you got some credits on you. 
Yeah, man, I got I got. We talk up. about the credits. I got yeah, you know, you know, little, little <laughs> Grammy nom, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got a little Grammy nom here now, you know. Yeah, man, shout out Music Soul Child, Big Bro. Um, but yeah, man, like with this particular project, I don't write. I mean, I I, I with this particular project, I don't have any other uh, other artists write. So they just come in and sing, and I write everything mm. on there. So all the features that you hear, all the singing that you hear from the other artists coming in, I write all that. Mm. And um, so when you hear the album, you really hearing me. This is this is the this is this is the new version of the produ- producer album. Exactly, exactly. But this is the creative album. This is like these are all of my thoughts, and I just know the people to facilitate these thoughts. Exactly, bro. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. And, yeah. and really, I sound more like a feature on all of them. So you'll hear like the first uh, one of the first singles we putting out for it. It's called Powder Blue. And it features uh, Sonya Williams. Mm. It sounds like it's her song featuring me, but it's really my song featuring her. I, and I, I pretty much wrote, I mean, I, not pretty much, I wrote all her parts um, from the verses down to the hook. Mm. And then I just did my little verse in there and they passed it right back to Sonya. I told her she can have a record if she wanted it. Shout out to Slim Wave. Uh, Slim Wave produced that joint. Hey. Um, yeah, man. So we, yeah, we, man, that album got some heaters on the Algebra Blessed is on that album. Um, we got a dope record called, called Sun Rock. Um, it, it's, man, it's, it's some joints on there, man. It's some joints. Um, little BTS question. Okay. Um, cause I got, I feel like a lot of my viewers are <clears throat> more so like, artists, producers, engineers, um, people in the entertainment industry itself, not necessarily like consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the, like being 10 years into this, what are, what are some of the thought processes and um, some of the logistics that you put into your projects outside of just the creating the project? Um, that would put it where it's like, I know you said you wanted to release it on Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some a couple other joints you want to throw on there, but what are some what are some of the behind the scenes work as far as like what you planning on doing with it after you release it, um, promoting it, or if you have visuals like right, right, that, right. What did that process look like for you? Um, definitely, definitely setting up um the visuals for it, but I'm not I'm <coughs> not most like I, I I'm working I'm actually working on a movie after this album, so I'm not really gonna do too much with the visuals only because. I'm finna be. I'm finna put in a whole lot more work with the same guy who um, shout out to I my photos. That's my guy. It, it, he pretty much does all my visual work. Um, my bro. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be doing a lot more with him with the movie. So I'm not really gonna go crazy with the visuals for this. But yeah, we go, we're definitely gonna do a couple for this album. And um, yeah, man, just you know, I, I plan on doing another show, another show for it with my band, um, which will basically kind of be like the album release concert but it's going to be the concert for that for that for that particular album um and just our campaign and work is different now man with COVID it's different so it's hard to it's you know it's it's hard to just throw out what I'm gonna do because I really got to sit down and then you know and and envision where I'm gonna go with promoting it because of um because of COVID man COVID really kind of changed things up even the idea we had for Rose Bowl like I had to you know it, it took a couple extra blunts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to come up with that idea you know what i'm saying we're having the uh-huh. having the show basically having rose bowl at two different locations mm. um for a, a, the same show in two different locations on the same night it was weird it was different but we pulled it off so i'm kind of trying to jump into my creative box 
with the promotion for for the album. So I'm not all the way figured. I don't all, all the way have it figured out yet. Mm-hmm. But um, we definitely do have some cool ideas that we're gonna um, implement for this one, man. I'm excited about it. So what is that? Um, to kind of scale back and not get too specific on what you're planning on doing with this particular project. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are some of the, if you have one, it, some of the things you need to check off on your checklist before you're just like, all right, I'm ready to give this to the people. Um, Cause I know me personally, like I'm working on a production album. Okay. Where I produced all pretty much the same, okay. same, same type of situation. Except I didn't write all the songs. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I did some writing on it, but uh it's it's where I used to be in the mindset of like I just want to p- make it available to the people right, and right, then right. and then do the work on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can't really do that. No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that don't really work. Yeah, and it's not it's a lot of logistics stuff where like people don't see like when you be like, all right, I had to push back the drop date for all of these other reasons that consumers wouldn't even realize. They wouldn't even. Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. Even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, all right, we yes, we had to upload it. We had to do all of this other stuff. I yeah. had to make sure the admin work was right. Make mm-hmm. sure all the credits I had, paperwork I had to get done. Yeah. And make sure people get credit. So I, I ain't trying to get Lauren out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And all of that people don't, they don't really see all of that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you had like. Um, was it more so production on there? You have a lot of your your band playing some live instrumentation on there. Uh yeah. Um, you know, shout out to Sherrod, um, Virtuoso. That's my uh, my guitarist, man. Wait, Sherrod, Sherrod, Sherrod done played for everybody in the game. Sherrod is they Sherrod is everybody's go to. Sherrod is is that dude, but uh, he's he's I, I've always put Sherrod on my biggest records. Um, Allison Wild, my you know both of my guitar players, um, they're all they're on there. My bass player. Um, Steve, um, yeah, man, like a lot of live, a lot of live sounds. Um, my saxophone player, Staggerly, like I got it. I'm, 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 I'm adding a lot bring more. Sax back. Yeah, I play man. Sa- I play sax. Yeah, I've I been adding you. a lot more saxophone in, uh, in my music lately. Um, a lot more. Like I'm kind of in that point where it was all rock, rock, uh, guitars, guitars. You know, kind of like around the Prince Purple Rain 1999 era, and then mm-hmm. when he kind of and then when he moved on to Sign of the Times, you 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 heard the horn sections and all that. Mm. I'm kind of getting to that point in my artistry now where I'm including a lot more horns in my stuff. So, yeah, this it's it's just a um this is a more of a feel good. This was it really was supposed to be a summer album. It really mm. was supposed to be. That was my I was shooting for that, but we just you know it was so much going on. But um the sounds and the vibes are real. Just feel good. It's like a yacht party. It's just real feel good stuff. So. Y'all just gonna get it when it's cold, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's like my older stuff. You know, it's real like, I guess like real ballady, slower. You know, and this stuff is like more up tempo. Um, like I kind of I, I got a house record on here. I ain't mm. I've never done a house song. Got yeah. a house record on there, so. But you know that's what that's what Shout Willie out to my Detroit people. Yeah, man, that's what Willie Hen is though. Like. I'm never gonna give you the same thing all the way down that album. It's gonna be, it's always gonna be some different, different type of stuff from my albums to my shows. I mean, it's just all types of different waves. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's just it's certain little things I got to get done. Like it, you know, like mixing on certain ones. Like you know, that mixing and mastering is something real. You know, when you first putting music out, you don't care nothing about that. If it sounds good, you know, you listen to it in the car one time, it sounds good. It's in there, but. You know, that's what I've been trying to pay more attention to. Um, 
that mastering. Yeah, um, you get into the you get into the the detailed part of our careers now. Yeah, like man. The, the the idea is easy now. Yeah. At this point, it's the it's the little details now that we pay, really paying attention to. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I got all of my friends. I can call in keyboard players. I can call in guitar players. I know that they we all professional enough to get the job done. Now mm-hmm. it's now it's about the little stuff that y'all don't even care about. But right, here you go. <laughs> right, gotta have it, man. Yeah, uh, you, you gotta have that done. You got it. That, that's got to be tip top. Shout out to uh, Devontae Black. He pretty much masters all my stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he be on me, man. Like he 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 be on me about making sure that you know all that gets done. So yeah, we we got a lot of that. We got a lot of that to go. There. I'm I'm big on interludes. So mm. I, I, you know, there's certain interludes that I want to add to it to make it just flow. I just wanted to, you know, to just all the way flow. My girl, um, my home girl, Tierra Brooks, she's gonna be um, adding some some uh, poetry on it. And um, yeah, man, it's just gonna it's gonna be a vibe, man. It sounds like a vibe. It's I can tell. I can tell by your current when you send me your current rotation. I listen to it on listen to all. The, I've heard most of them. Mine okay. is like the one from your girl Shantae. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my smoke record, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I listened to it. I was like, oh, really on really on some vibes. Like yeah, he just, man. Yeah. just be chilling. Like you would think this man be turned up, but I can tell <laughs> I can tell when when people ain't around. <laughs> I be chilling, bro. I don't be man. I I be chilling, bro. I just I, I guess you know guess people, people see me on stage. They just think I just be lit all the time, and I am. I am the most, I am an old man, bro. I am granddad. <laughs> I just like to chill, and that's just where I'm at, man. So, yeah, that's that current rotation is, um, are we going to tell them what they were? Um, that you part tell of them the what, show? Yeah, for sure. You could tell them what was I usually. I just asked if you had, like, some favorites that was on there. Um, mm-hmm. I take the current rotation, and I, and I post it as a blog post on my website. Oh, that dope. That drops the same day as the interview. Dope. Um, but. If you if you want to tell them what was on there, so they could look out for it. Maybe some of your favorite ones, cause you had some. It's like I could tell it's very groove and intensive. Like you, t- you a Dilla fan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You and that's from being th- around music, music yeah. soul child. I mean, before even before music, even before I was linked with music, I was a Dilla fan. But um, when I you know when I got with music's team, you know he is yeah. that is God <laughs> to, to music. So. I really grew an appreciation, more of an appreciation and love for what he does. So yeah, I'm just all about that groove, man. Yeah, that's so like it got to slap, but it got to be smooth on top of the Facts. slap. And yeah. I peeped, I peeped it. I was like, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I, what what was on there? Her, uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that song. The live version is an even better one, when she performed it on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, amazing. Um, what else was on there? You had the uh, the Duckworth record. Duckworth, his whole album could have been on that uh, playlist. Yep. That man's yeah, album is uh, amazing. Matter of fact, I could pull up because it was some, It was a couple artists that I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. But I listened to it and I was like, "This is this my vibe though." Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, you know, you hear stuff, you be like, yeah. "He's like, I don't know who this artist is, but this is." Like I didn't know who it mind. was. That well, I know you talking about that one, that artist. Uh, uh, I am nobody. I am nobody. I didn't know who the hell that was. They were yeah. nobody to me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who the hell that was, but I yeah. heard that record with Emma V, and I was like, yeah. "Yo!" And she got it's um, what's your call it on that record too from TDE? Who? Um, Zaka- oh, you Zach- talking about Zachary? Yeah, Zachary? yeah, 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 yeah. I saw yeah. it on there. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I, I felt him on there. I saw his name, and I was like, I feel like I should know this record. Yeah, because because you got you got features on here. But yeah, um, man. you had that one. You had uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is it Fouché? 
Oh yeah, Fouché. Fouché. Yeah, Fouché. yeah. Pillow. I love that record, man. I love that record. I love that record. I I, I found out about her through a a random uh, TikTok post. Okay. And um, this I need to get. Her. I need to. I don't be on TikTok. I don't be on there. I don't either, be bro. on social media like that. I don't be on there. It was uh, yeah. I just the TikTok post had made it to fa- somebody had put it on Facebook, mm. and that's how I saw it because I be on Facebook. Yeah, I feel like I need to get on these smaller plat, these younger platforms, just so I can. I be saying so that, can, bro. That not, TikTok not even, shit is a headache, man. I ain't I be even like, trying to post. I'm just trying to see what's going. Like, I feel like I just, I feel <laughs> older because I be feeling like I'm not in the loop. But I at least want to not fuck with the shit. That's yeah, going yeah, on. yeah. I don't even know what's going on to not fuck with it. But it's, but it's a whole lot of shit that's fuck withable out here. It is. It is. It's some. Good, it's some dope <laughs> shit on there. I just be like, man, like I think I started it off the page where I need to go back and redo it. Cause it's a certain it's like you got it's certain videos that they'll they'll send you like you got to get them your preferences, mm. and then they'll that was the type of videos that they'll put on your page. But I think I just did that wrong because I be saying <laughs> <I just did laughs> <that wrong. laughs> I be saying a bunch of bullshit on mine. That's so why I stopped going on there. <laughs> crazy. Um, one other question. So this is mm-hmm. part where I, I like to try to give some some knowledge as I would like to think we're seasoned. I really do. Yeah, yeah. At this point, um. And I usually try to aim it towards like right, coming right out of high school, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, just for the fact that that's like a pit. I feel like that's a pivotal like choice making part of your life where you like, am I about to go to school? Mm. Am I about to like me? I, I was I, I had to split in the ro- the fork in the road between like following a passion route and something I felt like I was gonna get paid for after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have the is school worth it conversation mm. at all, <laughs> um, you know, what I mean? yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that thing. Um, but just a, a some some tidbits that you could take away from your career, where it's like mentality wise, um, going through that transition and following your passion, whether you're being a creative or not being a creative. Um, a few things that you feel like are pivotal in your choice and your discernment now mm-hmm. um, that you would tell maybe an 18, 19 year old Willie Hill. Man, um, take take that extra time you got in your day, go learn the business. Mm-hmm. I I just that's that's one thing. I if there was a ever I guess a failure for me, it, it would be that I just didn't learn it when I should have. I didn't take the time out. I just always believed in my manager got me and all this, and I and and I don't know why I believe that because I ain't I never really had management like that that just fully, you know, just stuck. I mean, stuck with me till you know. To, for the long haul, like I, I, you know, so I, but I always believe, oh, you know, whoever, you know, whatever, whoever manager gonna manage me, they got me, they gonna, you know, they'll do all that. I just need to concentrate on music, but it's like, nah, man, like that's their old '90s mentality. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you got to be on top of it, Thanks. of every aspect. So I mean, if anything, I would definitely, um, that's you know, that's an easy one. Just you know, learn, learn the business, learn it. You know, what I'm saying, if you, if there's, a, if, if. If you can take classes on it, take classes on it. But um, and do as much as you know. Find out how to do as much as you can by yourself, so that you don't have to depend on so many different people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get extra time, you want to learn, you know, to learn how to engineer. That's another thing I wish I would have done. Like just really sat down more so and learned that. Like I know I could have done it if I would have just learned it, but um. Just find out how to do as much as much as you can by on, on your own. Even all the way down to the graphic design. A lot of that shit them niggas be doing ain't nothing. Mm. And it's templates <laughs> temp- for half of that. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. But you know, some sometimes we'll just in our mindset, we just, you know, as artists, all we wanna 
concentrate on is the music. And it's like, bro, you paying these folk $100, $200, $300 for this, that, and the third. You done dipped it. You done looked, you looked down. You looked at your bank. You done you looked down. You done spent five, $600 for some shit. You could have did it on your own easily. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I had to learn that. I had to learn that, man, like, you know, as I was coming up. But I I, I learned it late. I, I just stiff-armed it to the side for so long, and then it hit me. Like, yo, he st- stuff started happening to me <coughs> where it was like, yo, see, you've been on top of your shit. That wouldn't have happened. So, um, yeah, man, I, 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 would, I would, you know, easily say those things. Just, yeah, of, of course, just don't stop, man. You know, just don't. And I know that's, like, cliche, but I'm telling you. That's literally, it comes down to either where most artists, like 90% of the artists either, you know, either they're still, they're still doing it or they're not. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to, it just comes down to that, to, to that heart for it, man. Like a lot of artists fall by the wayside and um, they were right there. They were right, they were right there and yeah. they just fall by the wayside. Like you don't, like if it's, if it's in you, and you wake up in the morning, and that's one of the first things you think about. Keep doing it. And the moment that it stopped being that, then go ahead and close it up. <laughs> for real. Thanks, wrap it because, up. Yeah, for real. Because at that point, then now you lying. Mm. You lying to the people. Yeah. And that ain't never good. You start cheating the game. Once you, you start, start cheating the that's, game. That's, been my, that's one of my things. It's like, as much as I love doing what I do, whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. that day, like... Whenever I get to the point where I feel like, all right, I'm cheating, like I'm cutting corners, mm-hmm. and I know I'm cutting corners, yeah. like it's like, all right, I don't need to be doing this. Yeah. Either I don't need to be doing this, or I need to go take a break yeah. so I can miss it. I need yeah. to miss it a little bit more so I can be passionate about the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And one of the worst things that you can hear is when somebody else notices. Yeah. When you know you on your, when you know you bullshitting, and then somebody else notices it, no, notices that it just ain't there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that's. That's suicide, man. So it's it, you know, keep going, but the moment that it's just not real, just stop, man. Stop, cause you got other people that are pushing for you, yeah. and if you if you don't believe in the shit, then they don't need to be believing. You know, relieve your people, let them go on and go do something else. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So. Those are tidbits for you, eighteen uh, year old. <laughs> Get some tough skin, cause it yeah. gets real out and here. And I always tell people, I was like, I always say, like, eighteen, nineteen year old you, but, and but that's because of the the tone that you use talking to a younger person. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all yeah. of this is applicable if you thirty. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if your tw- yeah. If you tw- if you twenty five mm-hmm. and you grad, if you twenty two and graduated from college, this stuff is still applicable. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just sometimes we have when you get older, you start you you just realize how to be the parent to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's when you a, that's a, that's 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 a that's a that's a bar right there. <laughs> so it's that's a bar. So it's like I feel like when we when we frame stuff out, I stuff started making way more sense to me mm-hmm. when I started talking to myself like I talked to my son. Mm-hmm. If I can explain it to my son, then there's no reason why I should be on some bullshit. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so that really turned my turned my uh, my whole thought process around. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a great segue to my last segment, which okay. is uh, word Yasir's words of wisdom. Okay. So this there's a set. This is a segment where I give like a little my little quote my quotables. Okay. Um, and I call it Yasir's words of wisdom. That's my son's name. Oh. Um, and these are like lessons that I 
that I feel like I've learned or I'm learning after being a father that I would like to instill in him. That's dope. At a at a much younger age than I got it. That's dope. Man. And it's very they use it's very simple. Like mm-hmm. just just like you know how they say, um you you seen the movie Inception? I have seen it such, but I ain't gonna lie, man. I was high as hell when I True. watched that movie. I feel it. It's, uh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch that <laughs> I gotta movie like watch four it. or five times. Yeah, clear-minded too. Like, yeah, yeah. But Inception is kind of like you can try to change some mind, somebody's mind, or you can use propaganda. But there's nothing. The most powerful thing in the world is an idea. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. If you can implant an idea into somebody, mm. then you can change the whole course of their whole entire life. Mm. Um, so Yasir's words of wisdom for today. Um, number one was, um, experience it or study it. Okay. Um, by that, I just mean either you need to go do what you want to do, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you either need to get out there in the field and get experience in it, mm-hmm. or you need to set aside the time to study it. Yes. If you're not going to go experience it. Yes. Um, I realized that like we put off stuff a lot. In our lives, like, I can get to it when I get to it. If you can't get to it, you need to be studying it. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be studying what you need to experience. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I mean? At the very least. Yeah. Um, if you feel like you don't have the time to study it because you don't have to go to school to learn stuff, you need to be somewhere experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Um, for the people that don't want to sit down and read or look at some videos or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. My The second one is tell your friends about your friends. Mm. Mm. tell your friends about your friends i'm getting to a point in my life now where i realize i have access to a lot of um successful clear-minded ambitious people um that don't necessarily know each other yeah um and your network is your network um but outside of just knowing your network um make friends that you can tell your other friends about so we can all be up and that's why I admire what you're doing. Yeah. With it with tribe. It's literally my existence, man. Like you feel me? Like once you get <laughs> once you get to the point where you can literally make relationships based off of making relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's real, bro. Like you get so much further in life. And that's that's something that I, I really want to get. That's I've learned that recently and I'm trying to like, but that frame of thought, like I never thought of the thought of it like that necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. This person, this person grinding. This person is about their business. My friend over here is grinding. They about their business. What can we do? Yeah. Because it's not about we at the age now, or we getting to the age where it's like, we're, we're it. It's much more exciting waking up in the morning, um, to be working for something that's bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more gratifying. Yeah, that's why I get so. <laughs> that's why I get so hype about Rose Bowl because it's bigger than me now, and I know it. Like I know without a doubt, it's beyond me. Like people just think they hear when they hear Rose Bowl, they don't. Oh, Rose Bowl ATL. That's the, the, the Willie Hen isn't the first thing on their mind. I don't think it is. Mm. They the, the the event itself is. Mm. So yeah, it's it, it's a yeah. When you when you working for something bigger bigger than yourself, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, no a, that's a feeling, man. Yeah, it's a whole nother level of gratification, I promise you. Mm-hmm. If you're not at that point in your life, you need to keep you making need, relationships until yeah. it is. Yeah. You don't that's, know enough people. That's vital. Yeah. Them networking events you don't be wanting to go to, go on and go. Because <laughs> you never know. You never yeah. you, you never know. And the friends that you, like, I, I don't, 
and this is not me preaching, but it's going to sound preachy. A lot of us, I was in a position where it's like, I'm like the floater. Mm. Like I was in high school, I was like, I was on the track team. I was on football team. I was in the art club. I was in like, but I, I sat at a bunch of different lunch tables. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't the nerd. Like I was cool with everybody, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. popular. I like, feel I was, that. Like I was just a floater around. And it's like when you, when you become, when that becomes who you are as a person, once you get older, mm-hmm. you find yourself being in a lot of very great rooms. Yeah. But no, nobody else knows that you're in the room except the people that you're in the room with. Mm-hmm. And so it's like now I'm fortunate enough to be in multiple rooms with like separately dope people. Yeah. And now I need to bridge the gaps to make my, it really makes my life easier. Right, right, when, right. When these people over here know about these people over here and, and you're not keeping all of your relationships a secret. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I got it. It gets tight. It wears on you when you start. When it's like, these people don't know I know these people. These people don't know I know these people. I can mm-hmm. help these people out, but I can't tell them that I know the people that can help them out. Like, mm-hmm. nah. Share that. Share that well. Share tell that well. Tell, yeah, tell yeah. your friends about your friends. If your friends don't know about your friends, one of them is not your friends. I like that. I like that for real. A lot of us need to be. Yeah, a lot of us need to make sure that we um. Follow that point, cause yeah, man, <laughs> I'm for real, man. I'm telling you that that that's real. Like the biggest moves that I've made in my career have come from friends telling friends. Hey, it wasn't no this manager hooked this up. Yeah. It the biggest moves were friends just telling friends, hey, so and so, hey, you you know. Yeah, I know a guy. Hey, this my man. Hey, hey my literally man, how I met Music Soul Child. Literally. <laughs> and it'll change your life. Change my right. See what I'm <laughs> Shout out to Jay Troy because he was that friend that told music, which was the friend, his friend, told music about me. And then next thing you know, I ended up at his studio. But that's you know, if he wouldn't have done that, then I, you know, that would never would have happened. Yeah. So that's a great point, man. Y'all yeah. need to do that. Stop being stingy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you started saying. He was like I'm thinking about. He's like, damn, that was. You start thinking about stuff, and you're just like, you know, yeah, yeah. Cause now I'm just thinking about all the times where like that's applicable to my life, and it's just like, all right, cool. But no, nah, I appreciate you for coming on the show today, sir. Hey, man, it was a good time, y'all. It was a great conversation. Yes, sir. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of gems that somebody can take away from this, um, which is what I aim for. Um, I'm not gem searching, but I know through candid conversation. There's a lot of stuff. There's probably, hopefully, there's some stuff that people don't really know about you that you might have talked about. That yeah. like at this point, because you know you start leveling up and it's like people start gravitating. Your your following is getting bigger. Yeah. Um. And I always think it's good to have like these little moments where your new followers can kind of get caught up. That's dope. You, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like the people that see you and you're already up here and you have these platforms. It's kind of like, all right, how, who who am I following? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's dope. That's dope. So I like yeah. that. I appreciate you again, sir. Hey, for man. Out. Anytime, man. Anytime. Uh, Shout out to Jeremiah hating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jeremiah. Yeah. Atlanta Sound Factory. That's where we at at the studio. Yeah. Um, that was the friend that told the friend about the friend. See? There we go. See that what I'm saying? <laughs> you see how we, you see, you see follow you that? That was huh? the friend that told the friend about the friend. So that's how yeah. we here. Dropping these gems for y'all. This is uh, Caffeine and Creatives. Y'all be easy, Willie Hen. Uh, people, thank y'all for watching, man. Thank y'all, thank y'all. <laughs> and we out.